is Christopher McKinnon and you're listening to the Notes from Dad to Son podcast. A podcast from a dad who's still trying to figure it all out in time for his son being old enough to start asking questions. Welcome to Notes from Dad to Son episode 38. I don't know what I'm going to call this episode, so it'll just be whatever it's called on the on the listing. So we got some good news this week. Um, the painting has went well. The weekend was just a bit of a mad scramble, getting you know everything sanded down and holes filled, and every time that I thought that I'd filled everything. There'd be another hole found. And, you know, it took a, a long time to get everything sanded down and and ready for the painting to take place on on Sunday there. But everything just looks a lot cleaner in the in the lounge and in the hall. And there's been a couple of little snags uh, that have been dealt with as well, right up to a couple of hours ago. The skirting board has been repaired in the in the lounge as well. You know, it was just one other thing I was worried about that you know could potentially detract from a sale. So, as I'm recording this, it's Wednesday, and. In about 21 minutes, the estate agents will be here to photograph the flat, which I've spent yesterday and this morning basically uh, tidying up and trying to arrange in in, in such a way that the place still looks lived in, but um, is more presentable than what normally would be the case. Um, Loki is staying with my mum at least until the house is sold and we've got somewhere else and he seems to be settling in fine. She sent me a couple of videos of him and he's adapting to the house with their dog in it and you know he's really been needing that company I think as of late because he would only get me Occasionally, and, and Caroline would be staying here when she's off a night shift. Uh, so he's not really been having the interaction for quite some time. The only thing is he's had to transition to being an indoor cat for the time being because, you know, it's a new new neighbourhood uh, for him, so it wouldn't be wise to let him out immediately. I suppose some other good news is that Last week, the UK government has approved a vaccine for COVID-19 to be rolled out, and this has started to take place from this Tuesday in Scotland. So it's uh, another matter of time before it's expected that myself and Caroline and everyone who works in a care setting is going to be vaccinated against COVID-19, and you know, for those people out there listening that may be, you know, greatly concerned or worried about vaccinations, 
This is because there is a lot of absolute nonsense out there about vaccines and, you know, it's hugely frustrating to listen to, you know, reasonably intelligent people who have spent too much time reading echo chambers of bullshit, for want of a better word, and in so doing have decided all manner of crazy things about the purpose of the vaccine and, and you know, what that entails and the real reason for it. But anyway, I suppose this is, you know, a natural consequence of the online world where people just share and approve one another's posts with likes and all that. And, you know, it strikes me as terrifying that these platforms that um, facilitate this means of communication also have governance and say over what is posted on those platforms. So Twitter and Facebook and, you know, to a lesser extent, Google, Google Plus or whatever it's called now, you know, these big companies have a lot of say over what can be uh, presented on their platforms. And, and that is... Facebook in particular is a, a source for information for a great deal of people in other countries where the internet is synonymous with Facebook. And so when absolute falsehoods can be spread around so easily and repeated and shared widely, it's little wonder that governments are trying to say, well, wait a minute here. Are you a publisher? Or are you a platform? If you're a platform, you should be allowing people to post, you know, opinions and things that, you know, are contrary to what you accept as the norm. That's not to say that things that are patently false can't be challenged, but that there should be a mechanism for being able to challenge what is posted rather than outright censorship. Anyway, I digress. So I've got another 15 minutes or so before the estate agent gets here. So I'm going to pause recording for the moment. I'm recording this on my phone again. I have my laptop with me in the flab. I don't have the microphone I would normally use for uh, doing these episodes. Well, I say I'm going to pause. I'm not, I'm not going to pause yet. I'll pause in a little while. Um, the smell of paint in here has been driving me nuts, so I've just been around the the flat with some sage and letting that burn because it's the the kind of homeliness that you know I would have that kind of scent in my house in in times where I would be somewhat living in it. As it is, I haven't been living here as you know a tenant of my own house for. For ages, it seems it just seems to be a place to to come to feed a cat and to change clothes and, and then embark to wherever I needed to go next, whether it was work or 
to the nursery to pick up Fraser or to Caroline's place to spend the night looking after Fraser. So it's strange seeing the flat in, in this condition because it is, you know, it's unnatural. It's completely void of um, everything that made it feel kind of homely to me in the sense because Loki's not here Caroline and Fraser don't stay here although you know I've got a bed for Fraser here he's never slept in it he's never stayed overnight here and that's because um, a lot of the furniture and, and things I have in the flat are kind of like too easy for him to access and it's not really safe and you know, it's just been a kind of lifeless environment to spend any time in. So it feels a very isolated and lonely place when I'm here. Little wonder it's taken me this long to get things to this point in time because having started a family a couple of years ago, it's it's all I it's all I really think about. It's all I really want to be around. Anyway, I've also got the surveyors coming tomorrow to um, do the proper home report prior to the flat going up for sale. That will be between 9 and 12. So when this episode is live, it will have already taken place. So... Yeah, it just seems really strange being here because I'm not sure, you know, just how how clean and tidy should it be to make it presentable enough for people to want to come and view it and buy it, but also at the same time not be so patently false as, you know, to project an image that just isn't correct. I mean, there are things here that indicate that you know, some form of family and life has taken place here. This is particularly noticeable in the bedroom where my double bed and Fraser's single bed are side by side. And, you know, there's a a chair from Ikea that I've draped a throw and put, you know, a teddy bear on, on as well. There are photographs around the lounge of, you know, me and Caroline and Fraser. My laptop is on was intended to be the dining table but we never spent a great deal of time dining here together as a family and most of the time Fraser dined here it was whilst he still was in his high chair so he's only really made use of that space for a couple of times and that was much earlier in the year that was even before the pandemic started It's, you know, it, it feels pretty much like the end of an era in here. So, you know, there's a there's a weird kind of feeling of nostalgia, of something coming to an end, of, you know, the impending new beginning, as it were. Okay, I've got about ten minutes. 
and Caroline is messaging me, asking me to stay at her place tonight. She's been up since five this morning and is a bit kind of demented and frazzled, shall we say. Um, Fraser's got his parents' evening phone call tonight as well at half past five, so I'm looking forward to being at her flat for that, and I did offer to stay. Uh, she was telling me I'd be as well staying in my place so that I was here on time for the estate agent. Um, sorry, the surveyor being here tomorrow, but I said, no, it's fine, I'll stay over. I'll get up early and just get head over. But she said it was too faffy, so it tells me her mood was not that great, but I've just seen a text message from her as I'm recording this, asking for me to stay over. So I'm glad that she's come round to that. Okay, so I'm going to pause it here anyway, because this guy is going to turn up any minute.